0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is
1: Believe. Welcome, everybody, to an all new Believe in Chargers. That's Lorenzo Neal. I'm born in Azari. We are ready for week three of the NFL preseason. Chargers stand at one and one, although preseason is not all about wins and losses. Low. Do you feel it, baby? We are two weeks away from NFL kickoff. I think two weeks and one day on the dot, man. How does it
0: feel? Uh, you know what it feels great man just to have football back again and preseason man you just kind of want to herp and get through it you kind of be like okay let's just limp through this and get everyone hopefully everyone stays healthy and get ready for the opening day and that's what you want to shoot for but you watch these preseason games and you're not really t- you don't get necessarily a lot of it good for the young guys and watch some of the guys step up and make plays but you, you, you know, these joint practices, I think there's a lot more weight on these joint practices uh, than the preseason game, a lot, especially for the veteran guys, the guys that get a lot of reps. They do a lot of that on these joint
1: practices. Absolutely, man. I know the Chargers just had a joint practice with the New Orleans Saints. We saw Manti Te'o, Drew Brees, some former Chargers and Saints pull up to that practice. The Saints did defeat the Chargers twenty-two to seventeen. But again, not all about wins and losses. We saw Chargers backup quarterback Easton Stick actually play the entire game for the Chargers, going twenty-one to forty-one. Two picks, uh, you know, did did get sacked five times. It did show a lot with his legs, Lorenzo Neal. You know, you were an All-Pro. You were a starter what was your kind of involvement during actual preseason games? When you were a pro, you knew your job was secured. You knew you'd be on the 53 man. Were you always rooting for those undrafted guys? Kind of what were you doing on the sidelines when you knew that you had your job secure heading into September? Well, absolutely good, Barney, you always root for those guys
0: and you see a guy that shows flashing for me. It was a simple guy for one. I give you a story and I know you will know know this name and remember this name from the past, Wes Walker, Wes Walker oh, yeah. came to the chargers and he was a guy who was undrafted and you know, you saw him making plays preseason. You said, hey, man, you just started rooting for him. Yeah, I remember, yeah, and I remember sitting, talking with, you know, and with Wes. And we had a guy, like I said earlier, Tim Dwight. And Tim Dwight was a great player, and we understood. But, you know, it's getting a little older, and you know, injuries. But I told Wes, I said, Wes, look, You're auditioning tonight for not just you, but for another team as well. So you need to make sure you're playing well. I remember he had a punt return to the house, and he was a guy who just got caught up in the numbers game. And you see that a lot. You see the Chargers sometimes. You think the guy's going to be on the 53-man roster, and all of a sudden they'll make a move, like, you know, letting a running back go and bringing him for another guy. So things like this do happen. So, yeah, so what you do is you try to stay engaged and
1: stay involved, and you try to root for those guys because you know you're once there. No doubt about it. Um, and, and listen, it, it's hard sometimes to not be disengaged when you know you're a starter and you're getting your bread and you're going to be okay from a financial and, and position perspective um, in the National Football League. But it should be interesting. I think week three, I don't think, you know, Justin Herbert's at the point, Lorenzo Neal, where we're probably not going to see him play uh, in the preseason ever again, right? He's probably at that point where we probably won't see Herbert play. We'll, we'll find out. We still see some other quarterbacks playing around the league. I know Trevor Lawrence is getting some good action for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So listen, some takeaways so far from the Chargers. You know, uh, that Tula Piloti guy they took from USC in the second round looks really, really good. One of the youngest players in the draft as well, making some really, really good plays. The Chargers are going to need some young guys to help stop the run. And I think that's going to be a really nice thing. Tackle for Losh Machine, they called Tui Tula Pelozzi from USC. They took him in the second round. He had a big third down pressure against first round pick Trevor Penning, forcing a bad throw from Jameis Witt. And so it's good to see some of the young guys contributing for the Chargers. The young guys on defense stepped up, and that's really exciting because we know what the older guys are going to give you. We know what Bosa – it's crazy I'm saying he's an older guy now, but it's the truth. JC Jackson, Khalil Mack, and all these guys. So listen – Lorenzo, I think it's important. I know you want to add something. Go, go ahead. I was just going to say I think it's pretty important for somebody in Brandon Staley uh, to 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 coach a really strong defense. You know, in, in the preseason, Brandon Staley's job is, is by no means secure. And I think Brandon Saley, it's imperative that Saley is able to coach that defense, show why he was brought in from the L.A. Rams and show that he can be an elite defensive coach. Because Charger fans, make sure you smash that like and subscribe button on Hogwatch Football and believe in Chargers. It's that Brandon Saley hasn't proven that he can build a, a legitimate elite NFL defense at all. He has not proven that he can do that. So when he has guys producing like a Tui, like other guys, it, it shows that it's legit stuff. So, Lo, what were you going to add? I was just mentioning how Brandon Staley, it's an important preseason for him to coach a good defense.
0: Yeah, and you're absolutely right. When you saw the kid from USC put pressure on the quarterback and do the things that you're talking about, uh, like you're alluding to, it's very, very important because you know Cleo Mack, and like you said, Joey Bosa, they're getting older and they can't play, you know, 70, 80 snaps a game. That's not healthy for them for long term, especially if you're you're a Charger team that your goal is for to be playing at the end of the season in the Super Bowl and trying to lift up the Lombardi. So you do need young guys to step up and play and play well. And it was good to see some flashes, the guy tackling in the backfield, putting pressure on the quarterback. We saw some guys step up. I mean, a guy that, you know, I like the, the big guy from Nigeria. I know he's not probably going to be on the 53, probably going to be on the practice squad but he didn't even know got his sack dance together, got a sack last week. And you watched him do the dance and kids never played football, but strong. And I tell you, put him on the, you know, the, the 50, you know, put him on that practice squad. Here's a guy that's strong enough, is athletic enough, that could be a player, you know, hopefully in the near future. So guys like that, you wanna see them develop. You wanna see guys like that, you know, have, you know, you wanna bet on those type of guys. But you watch sticks. I know you're talking about what's daily, what he's gotta do, and what he wants to see. Yes, he wants to see if something happens to Herbert, but I think Herbert, you know, needs to play a preseason. You see Mahomes still play at preseason. You still see Mahomes out there. You saw Purdy that hasn't had half the time snaps that, you know, that that he's had. And he's still out there, Herbert. You know that uh, that he's out there and play. So I think that it's good to get c- continuity because you got a two week dead period. You know, right after this, it's only three preseason games. So you're gonna have two weeks before you could, you know, actually go out and hit again. So and playing a real game. So I don't see anything wrong with playing some of your starters this week. And just for the timing, um, and I understand they got a lot in practice, but it's just still. Game time is just different. So I want to see some of these guys play, and I want to go out there and see them
1: play well, especially for the last dress rehearsal of the year. I hope we do, honestly. I think you brought up a good point. If you have guys like Mahomes still playing, Justin Herbert, as you said, it's one thing to get reps and OTAs and training camp, but it's another thing to get some in-game reps before they take the turf. Week one against the Miami Dolphins. That's going to be an all-out war low. Week one against the Dolphins. This is a Dolphins team that's absolutely loaded. Coach Mike McDaniel had to deal with a lot of injuries last year, but I'll tell you this, Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddell are maybe the best one-two punch from a wide-receiving perspective. And the Chargers' secondary low-low, they struggled with speed. A lot last year and i'll tell you this tyree kill and jane waddle they got the afterburners they got the jets they got the <laughs> nitrogen pack they got everything so um welcome back to the field jc jackson you're gonna have your hands full week one against tyree killing company so we're, we'll, we'll, we'll we'll spend another 10 days before we preview that week one but as you said lo it's probably important some of these guys play because that that ain't a that ain't a laugher in week one that's a that's a dog fight huh yeah, and, and you want to see the tight end position
0: for this Charger team continue to develop. I know you had a guy that you brought in; he played quarterback, went from quarterback, went to defense, played you know uh, played all up and down the line, and played all different places on the field. And now they think they found a home for him at tight end. You want to see these guys continue to flourish. So I think this is very very important to get that tune up. The last tune up game, work on some things that you're probably not going to have opportunity to work on. You know, get some trickery, some gadgets there. Make the Miami Dolphins have to prepare to prepare. A- for everything that you have. So pull a lot of repertoire at those guys. So you put those defensive coordinators and offensive coordinator that they have to prepare because you're doing a lot of things that you haven't
1: seen in the year. No doubt about it. I do want to talk about some other news, Chargers fans. So we know that star running back Jonathan Taylor has requested a trade from the Indianapolis Colts. Jonathan Taylor is 24 years old. You know, he's two years removed off an all-pro season. You didn't have as good of a year last year. And listen, at the end of the day, Chargers fans, football fans, the running back position is slowly dying out. And running backs know that their value has diminished. And when Jonathan Taylor turns 24 and he's about to be 25, his mind's like, I just turned 25, but dang, like I need to get my contract, you know, because yeah. I may be I'm running backs have to act with the notion that they're only going to get one big contract in, in their entire NFL career. And I think that's where Jonathan Taylor is starting to think about earlier. We saw chargers. Oh, you know, Stud running back Austin Eckler had a Zoom meeting. He organized a Zoom meeting low with a lot of running backs talking about their value, and we've seen kind of the issue with Austin Eckler. He's trying to get his second contract, and he's kind of in a logjam. He's realized he has to play this final year out the Chargers, and he's going to be 29 years old. No team is going to want to give him more than a two-year deal. Do you think it's smart what Jonathan Taylor's doing earlier in his career but knowing the positional kind of struggle and trying to get a new contract?
0: Absolutely, I think it's imperative that he does that. And you see Eckler organizing these running backs, and this is what they have to do. They have to take care of themselves. You look at no further. Look at another running back that's in the same conference. You look at the Raiders. You look at the Raiders running back, and you say, "Wow, here's a guy led the league in rushing, all the different things, and still hasn't paid him." So I look at Eckler and all these guys, Jonathan Taylor. You look at you know the Giants running back. You think about all these great running backs, Saquon. Those all these guys have a reason. They have a, a, a good beat with their organizations and their team. You take care of these guys and reward them now while they're still playing at a high level. Okay, if you don't want to pay them a long-term deal, then give the suckers 10 million for this year. Give them a 1-year 10 million. Okay, if they have a good year, okay, give them give them 12 million for the next year. Okay, get rid of the signing bonus if that's what you're trying to do, but you got to take care of these guys. You got to find a way because you know, now these guys, you know, you like you alluded to, the running back position after 28, 29, you're done and you're not going to get another contract, another big contract. It's one and done for the running back position, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, and I remember watching Saquon Barkley tear it up at Penn State, breaking news. In a few months, he'll be 27 years of age. And, and a lot of sports you talk about, that's in your physical prime. I'll tell you this, being a running back in the National Football League in 2023, that's the tail end of your prime. And I think yeah. that's why Jonathan Taylor, who's just 24 years old, doesn't turn 25 till January, is already thinking about his new contract. He's trying to work something out with Jim Irsay and the Indianapolis Colts. They haven't been able to do something. As of 48 hours ago, the Colts gave him permission to, to request to trade lorenzo neal it's going to take a lot to trade for jonathan taylor uh the colts said they want a first round pick at least uh jonathan taylor was an all pro in 2021 would have been in 2022 had his season didn't get cut short due to an injury only played 11 games almost still had a thousand yards before we talk about how that relates to the chargers uh, do you think taylor is going to get traded
0: I'm going to tell you right now, if you're just wanting a first round pick, I got Baltimore on the line. I got several other teams that are on this line. You look at freaking even you look at Arizona, you look around. I know that you you, you talk about Jonathan Taylor. He's a different. He's, he's different. He's not one of these guys. So I know that these some of these teams, you say, Lorenzo, what are you talking about? They have good running back you look at Austin Eckler he's a good running back but he's not Jonathan Taylor in between oh. tackles but these two they'll be a great combination a great one-two punch I think you got Jonathan you got you got JT and you have Austin Eckler in the backfield I think that reminds me of a two great running backs, and I'm not I'm not comparing Eckler I'm not comparing Eckler to LT but I can tell you one thing I'm comparing Jonathan Taylor to Michael Turner Michael DeBurner. you remember those charges so you I like got that. now Think about if you have those two running backs, uh, you know, so they're comparable to these two guys. So LT Hall of Famer arguably the top five backs in the league. And I'm not trying to know and no, no disrespect to, you know, to, to, to what Eckler's done, but he does give you some, some semblance of LT catching the ball out of the backfield, getting to the perimeter. So if you have those two, a one, two punch, because you can win with that. Think about the Chargers. They struggle in December and November running the ball, running the ball with consistency. Now, if you have another physical running back, that's going to get downhill. That's four yards in a cloud of dust. That's going to move the pal creating. Guess what? Now you'll see Eckler even have bigger runs because of the fact he won't be that every down back. Now he's got a guy in there that come in and they can spare and be backs by committee. I love this. I hope the Chargers find a way to make it happen. Hey, if you're all in, Give up the first round pick for these yeah. two guys for one year? Who cares? Push your chips to the table. If you don't think Eckler's going to be there in your in your in your long term uh, on your long term plan, then if you're the Chargers, I would do it because you're going. Eckler's still going to play and he's still going to be very very effective for your team.
1: Well, well, well. well there's two things I want to say. That number one, I really don't think it's going to require a first round pick. I think the Indianapolis Colts are playing hardball. I do think you can get away with it with the second round pick. I truly believe that. There's a reason why this is Jonathan Taylor's last year under contract. Wherever, whichever team trades for Jonathan Taylor, I think the trade needs to come with an extension. So the Chargers have shown that they don't probably want to extend Austin Eckler because he's going to be 28, 29 years old. So probably if the Chargers are interested in Jonathan Taylor, they're going to be like, listen, we'll trade for you and extend you. We'll pair you up with Austin Eckler for one year, and then we'll let Austin Eckler walk. And Jonathan Taylor will be their lead back. I think that's what would be... the 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 right thing to do because Jonathan Taylor with all due respect to Austin Eckler he has given his blood sweat and tears to the Chargers franchise and we respect the hell out of him for it you can't blame Tom Flesco for not wanting to extend a running back who's about to be 29 years of age and Jonathan Taylor is 24 so you trade for Jonathan Taylor and so you're okay giving Jonathan Taylor a four-year extension for 75 million dollars because he's 24 years old and then now you have your running back for the next half decade in his prime with Justin Herbert. Shit, man. I mean, that sounds pretty nice <laughs> to me, huh? That sounds pretty nice to me. Hey, so, Hey, we'll, Warren, we'll, I love you, man, because you just keep it 100. And,
0: you know, Austin Eckler doesn't want to hear this, and he's a great back, and he's a great man, and he's a great individual. Had several opportunities to meet this young guy, and he's a class act. And he's been the underdog ever since. You've seen what he did. He had to unseat a first-rounder before. And Austin Eckler, all he does is he just, you know what, Anything, he's like that little train to think I can. Anything you can do, I can do better. So he's gonna be fine, I want this guy to get paid. But if you're talking, if you ask me to put on my GM hat, I make this trade. If you said, "Hey, Lorenzo, you put, you know, don't be a don't be loyal to Eckler, and don't be loyal to just football, but be loyal as a team if you're building and try to win a Super Bowl." I know I got my quarterback. He's not leaving the building. Now I look at this and I say, "But I would not trade Eckler for me as a GM. I'm saying I'm not trading Eckler. You know what? I'm going to play you this year. And I sit him down and I'm and I, before I make this thing. I said I'm going to let you know what we're trying to do." We're trying to bring in Jonathan Taylor and he's gonna be the guy that lead horse. But you're gonna tell you right now, you're gonna play and we want you to have a, a great year and we wanna send you off the best way and get you, get you, make sure you're getting paid on the free agent market. So I'm I'm having that conversation and then I'm doing it. But it's a second round or a third round, I'm bringing in JT because he brings a physicality to this team that you and I all last year said this team needs to be more physical he will make these offensive line more physical because he will run in their back he will run over them and you don't want to get hit by JT so I think that you bring him in as a charger organization like you said for the next five to seven six years you have your
1: back and you have a good one no no doubt about it um and and Lorenzo you brought up the point of you know pushing all in I'll tell you this um the Chargers have a very, very difficult schedule in the National Football League. Yes. So they are going to have to be on their A-game. Just a quick schedule preview, Chargers fans. Dolphins at home week one. In Tennessee for week two, in Minnesota for week three. Hosting the Raiders who are going to be better this year. Hosting the Cowboys in Kansas City. Hosting the Bears at the Jets versus the low. I, I mean, hosting the Ravens in New England, uh, hosting the Bills. This is. Oh, if you God turn way.
0: the ball in what you just, those first five games, if you turn the ball over, if you lose the turnover battle God. and you lose, the, you lose, you, you can start off. five. If you I, lose the turnover battle and your, and your defensive front can't stop the run. If you show you lose, you, so that's, this team understands it. But what solves when you're three and think about the Charger team three and out three and out, because sometimes they're not this. Now, if you bring in JT, and you talk about a physicality. So now I want to make sure that I can be physical because you're going to be in a shooting match with Miami. You know, Miami's going to score. You, you, you're going to score. But if you have a guy now that can control the tempo, and that's what running backs are now. They're they're that change up, they're that pitcher that's going to come in and, and control it. They're a closer. A good running back now in the National Football League is a closer. It's the four yards in the cloud of dust. Instead of one, two, three, punt the ball because you. Get incomplete, incomplete, didn't catch it, got a sack. So when you have a running back that can come in and close games and show you that they can beat four, and three yards and four yards with a cloud of dust, now you're going to force that team, the defensive team, to put eight guys in the box, nine guys in the box, play some single high safety. Now you have some one-on-one matchups with your receiver. They're playing in zone, can play zone on one side. So now you force the defense, you dictate what the defense can do to you when you can run the ball and eight, nine guys in the box. You you now as an offense, you dictate what the defense make them play.
1: Well, I'll tell you this, and you brought up a good point, right? Jonathan Taylor, listen to this ridiculous statistic, Lorenzo Neal. He averages 5.1 yards per carry in his career. All right. That sounds Bell pretty cow. taste. That sounds pretty tasty to me. And I'll tell you this the Indianapolis Colts in 2021, when he averaged a career high 5.5 yards per carry, they were nine and eight. And eight of those nine wins were because of Jonathan Taylor. With all due respect to Carson Wentz, he was a turnover machine, and that's why they didn't win a lot of those close football games. Jonathan Taylor was winning those games. Could you imagine now having Justin Herbert? and when Lorenzo Neal mentioned now you have to stack eight in the box, what that's going to do for Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, Gerald Everett, Donald Parham, and Justin Herbert? I mean, it's going to change the game because what we have seen as Chargers fans is Justin Herbert's a franchise superstar, magnificent quarterback, but he's had to have a a pretty tough hand in terms of cards being dealt to him, not from a personnel standpoint, but from not having a running back who can run between the tackles and get four to five yards per carry. It completely changes the complexion of what defenses show them. Defenses feel like they can be more lenient on the run game and heavy on the pass game because Chargers running backs aren't able to make it from first and 10 to second and five. Rather, it's first and 10 to second to eight, so it's more predictable that the they are going to pass. But if you're able to get a difference maker, a joker, and Jonathan Taylor who can make that first and 10 to second and five, and not only it's going to change his life, it's going to change Justin Herbert and that entire franchise's life. And Lorenzo Neal, you are my number one teacher when it comes to the impactfulness of the run game in the NFL. I'm telling you, it's so important. Look what the 49ers do. So... Crap, man! I want. I, I'm selling you. You're selling me on Jonathan Taylor. How nice would that be, huh? He'd, he'd be. The, he'd be the best running back since LT with this Chargers organization. No doubt about it, right? You're. You're. You're absolutely right. And. 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 And here's the thing: we got to go back, and we're
0: consistent. We're going to continue to say, "Hey, look, we love what you know Eckler's brought to the table, and love no what doubt. he's done for this organization. And he's been a team player, and the guy's been through so much, and he's just a class act and just a leader." But right now it's about Super Bowl. And let me tell you, both these guys can help you win a Super Bowl this year. You get both these guys. It changes the the dynamics of the offense, but it makes your defense better instantly. I'll tell you why. Because just like we alluded to how you have to sit there and play eight, nine guys in the box, now you can grind and your defense can be a lot fresher. You think about how many times this Charger team was three and out because of the fact, you know, couldn't get consistency. Somebody break down on the offensive line. Now you yeah. have your offensive line back. you got this offense. Now you got the two-headed monster. You can put both these two guys in the backfield. You can fake screen and run a draw. You can do so many different things with the offense. And now your defense becomes more physical because now they're fresh when your team can just run the ball and push the ball defenses where it wears defenses out so i think that it makes your whole team better when you have that type of mindset just the physicality
1: yeah and there was actually a report from nfl rumors today on twitter very big twitter account that reports a lot of news they said the Chargers have been mentioned as a team That could have interest in Jonathan Taylor. And I think, Lorenzo, you brought up a really good point that, listen, you can pair up Jonathan Taylor with an Austin Eckler, you know, for the year. And, um, but, you know, there's obviously going to be a lot of teams who have interest in Jonathan Taylor. I think one that comes to mind for me is the Miami Dolphins. They were in the Dalvin Cook sweepstakes. They need a running back, you know, uh, they have, they're building out a good line. They have a solid defense, you know, led by Christian Wilkins. They obviously have the wide receiver tandem. They need, they need a legit, um, they need a legit running back, so uh, yeah. yeah, it should it should be really interesting. Low to see kind of what happens here. I'll tell you this i I think in the next week or so, we're gonna see some flurries of NFL trades kind of starting to occur here. But listen, man, I'm so excited for the year to start. I'll be at SoFi for a few games this year, man. It should be a. It should be a pretty interesting time, and I think this is a very crucial year for this franchise. It's a crucial year for head coach Brandon Saley to really mark his imprint on this Chargers team, and I think if he doesn't, he could be on the hot seat. I'm going to be really watching this defense this year. I know there's a lot of storylines. A lot of people want to see Kellen Moore and how he does with his year with the Chargers, but I am watching that defense. I need to see improvement from that defense this year, Lorenzo Neal.
0: Hey, so am I, and I'm looking forward to seeing this defense. I think they'll be much improved. I think they understand all the talk that they've had. And everyone talked about the defense was supposed to be great last year. And they they underachieved. And Staley is a defensive-minded guy. He understands what's at stake. And you brought in a great offensive coordinator, Kellen Moore. So you want to see this offense become more consistent. And Kellen Moore would love to. You look at the Dallas Cowboys, what they did as far as running the ball. And Kellen Moore knew that he had a two-head monster. And so now he may have that same opportunity. So I think that, yes, I want to see this defense fly around. I want to see this defense get off the field on third down. I want to see them be a lot more stiff against the run. So there's a lot of things that we need to do in order for this team to get where we think they can go, and that's win a championship.
1: No doubt, man. And listen, the AFC is an absolute gauntlet. If you're able to get through the AFC, I think you're able to get through anything. There's so many teams with so many good quarterbacks, and there's a lot of teams that people aren't even talking about, right? Everyone's talking about the Bengals, the Ravens. Heck, let's see how Deshaun Watson has this year. You know, first full year in the system with the Cleveland Browns, let's not forget how freaking good of a quarterback he was you know for many years with the Houston Texans the AFC West obviously you have Kansas City but now you have Sean Payton in Denver how are the Denver Broncos going to look this year with Russell Wilson Jimmy Garoppolo with the Raiders I've heard a lot of reports that Aiden O'Connell the rookie out of Purdue has looked really really good yeah Raiders so he's, could, could, he's been playing it could you imagine low that division having four stud quarterbacks it's just could, Can some of us go to the NFC can we file a report to go to the NFC please
0: Exactly, exactly. And I watched, I watched, you know, Sean Payton's Denver Broncos. Sean's beating those guys up. He's fitting physical. They hate training camp. I talked to some of the coaches, Minuski, who's a coach I knew from the Chargers. Greg He's Minuski, terrified. right? Greg Minoski. So they, if Sean Payton wanted to see how tough you are. He wants to see if he can break guys. He's running those guys. He's going old-time training camp. He really? wants to see what's underneath your hood. No question. So Denver's going to be a much improved team. I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to do this. Quarterback comeback player of the year, I'm going to go right now and say Russell Wilson. And, you know, just watching the guy run, look like he's in a little better shape, looks like he's a little a lot faster. And Sean Payton is putting him in the cookie grinder. Sean Payton is putting him in that grinder and blender and saying, look, I want to see what you're working with. No more can you have your trainer here no more can you do all these things you're going to do what i want you to do so sean payton has really really put uh, russell wilson under the gun and i want to see how he handles it and i think that this guy probably in my opinion i know a lot of people said he's done i think this is going to be one of the playback
1: comeback players of the year wow that's a that's a bold take and listen i don't doubt it i think I've been watching Hard Knocks. I'm not sure if you have, and they, were, they had some features of Nathaniel Hackett, former Broncos head coach, now OC of the Jets. And this guy is a smart football mind, but he's a goofball. And I look back on it now in Hard Knocks. I'm like, how how the heck was this guy the head coach of the Denver Broncos? And I think that's why you, it was clearly obvious in the reflection of um, their performance last year. But, yeah, I mean, listen, I didn't know those reports about Denver, Sean Payton. Listen, if, if Sean, if Sean Payton can't turn Denver around, I don't know who can. So that was a yeah. big get for the Denver Broncos. So, Lorenzo Neal, great chatting with you, as always. Next time we talk, we'll be gearing up for week one. And uh, to all us listeners, to all you viewers of the Believe in Charger show, make sure you go check us out on Apple Podcast, Spotify, smash that like, and subscribe button on Hogwatch Football, or sign out, everybody. Cheers. Cheers. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early, so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts